September 11th is a very important date in U.S. history. Uh, all of us were affected, if we were of the age to remember that horrible day. I can remember driving to pick up a resume that I had worked on and was listening to the sports station I listened to, and they started talking about a plane hitting the tower, and all of a sudden our lives changed. This horrible did lead to a, an amazing album from Bruce Springsteen. So over the next two days, I am going to reissue discussions uh, that we had on the podcast. My second ever episode of Sit Lusting Bruce was um, me and Colleen talking about The Rising. And then a few years ago, Jeannie Fino joined me and we talked about The Rising again and she gave her very personal memories. So these two episodes back to back are, um, are memories of our discussions of The Rising. Thank you. A few years ago, I was doing a series of episodes where I had a guest join me and we broke down individual Springsteen albums track by track. Jeannie Fino joined me to talk about The Rising and I think it is appropriate. I try to do this every year on the anniversary of 9-11. I re-issue that discussion. So here is Jeannie and I talking about The Rising. Brothers and sisters, there's a blood red circle on the cold dark ground, and the rain is falling down. The church door's thrown open, I can hear the organ song, but the congregation's gone. My city of ruin. My city of ruin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me today is one of my favorite Bruce Buds. Um, you were, gosh, how long ago were you on the show? I was trying to remember. I know we, I did one with you after I did the, um, book the Bruce book signing, right? Yeah. And then I think following that, I did the Gratitude podcast. That was fun. Yeah, that was. That was a yeah. quick one. That was fun. Yeah. I think so. It had to be almost two years. Yeah, little, I think so. Little, yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jamie Fino. I'm from Yorktown Heights, New York. 
a lifelong Bruce fan. Um, what else can I say? I have. It's weird for me to pick. It's uh, to rate songs, <laughs> but um, this album that we're going to talk about is. I hope uh, you know. I go by connections to Bruce's music, and this this is one of the albums I think I connect the most with. But it's not always the way I want to. If that's a good way to explain it. It it, it is, Jeannie, and um, I um, <laughs> we are we are talking the rising. Um, and it is, um, as it's very proudly displayed on the CD cover, the first, you know, full studio album from the E Street Band since Born in the USA. Um, Mm -hmm. and this album has a very special, um, connection to me because I think this was... The Rising Tour is the first show I saw Bruce in. I mean, and, you said that, yeah. And so, um, and, you know, when when they did My City of Ruins on the Telethon Benefit, you know, mm-hmm. I just was struck by so much of it. So this album um, means a lot to me. Um, right. and, and And so I kind of, this forward were albums that I embraced you know fully even though like everyone else Mm -hmm. like tunnel of love and born in the usa and you know all these others but this was the first Mm -hmm. album i truly connected with on Mm -hmm. this as an as a true you know spring nut as to the space so yeah so i that's i'm looking forward to talking about it um what do you remember when it comes out when it came out it's funny speaking of spring nuts you know this whole new dynamic that's been happening as as in my in my life with Bruce you know becoming a spring nut and meeting like just one great person after another making all these connections um i th- i think all the time about Bruce's music on it it's just on a daily basis it's something i i turn to and with the rising you know i just lost my dad in august and, you know, the rising to me represented the connections, like I said earlier, not always a connection I want to think about. And it, becoming a spring nut and meeting all these different people, it's like turning on all these different channels, I would say, of the Bruce in me. And a lot of new stuff is like coming to light to me. So for the rising... You know, I always have my place. Bruce always had his place. Like I said, the Bruce in me always has its place in me on a daily basis. I kind of like go with the music that makes me feel good some days, go with the music that's fun, go with the music that makes me think. Whatever, whatever I, find, I find a way to use him in my daily life. But the rising is that reality that, unfortunately, I had to face as a New Yorker after 9-11 um, I was terrified of the whole scene. My daughter was only 13 at the time. I felt like life was completely different. We had two close calls in my family. We were spared. I don't know how else to explain it, but just timing, miracle, whatever you want, however you want to say it. So I didn't personally lose anyone in my family, but friends of mine did. And it just, 
life just took a different, a whole different perspective. So, of course, Bruce, when we needed him, came through with the album, but I didn't connect with it until I had to. I was happy to hear him making music. We watched the telethon that night with my city of ruins as a family, but I found that the meaning of the songs and and what he was trying to give us with this album hits me in pieces a little at a time. So I'm finding now that those connections are still being switched on. It's the album that I call it my hope album, but it's also the the, the songs in it that I go, oh, that's, oh, yep, got to face reality about this, got to face reality about that, and then find a way to move forward. Bruce said, it was in one of the, I think it was in songs, he says something like, um, death, death along with everything, all the anger and, and, and the loss that comes with it, it, it provides a window of possibilities for the living. And, I don't, I don't know how else, how else better to describe what it means to me, what it, the connections it means. And I use this in my work. I'm a psychotherapist. And a lot of what I do is trying to help people see, first of all, the reality of what's happening to them, accepting, and then feeling, at least believing that there's a possibility that something will get better. So that's kind of what the Rising album did for me. I don't always want to go there. But he made Bruce with this with most of the songs on the album i found i find get me to that place of like having it hit me in the face, yep, reality's happening, and then finding some way to work through it, facing the reality and just moving forward and Mary's place is really really what did it for me you that's, know that's my, that's my number one yeah um don't don't spoil we're gonna go through the songs okay. but what I think is interesting is, um, you know, living in Texas, everyone, you know, in Dallas, I wasn't affected as much as someone in the New York area, though um, my wife had started a new job on uh, the, like, the Monday after Labor Day. And wow. her boss, her main, the, yeah. the main office is in New York. They are in Rockefeller Center. And Mm -hmm. her boss was there, and she had to, oh, my, you know, she couldn't get a flight, so she ended up getting, renting a car to Mm -hmm. get home. Um, You know, she was so worried. And, um, but what, what kind of makes me think back is I, um, my father died. On September 11th, 2011, at the 10-year wow. anniversary, um, he wow. he died, and it mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't totally unexpected, but it was, um, and so I have this. There is a really, really emotional not only is 9-11 anniversary but then when you bring it up it my father died on that day um Mm -hmm. i tend to listen to the rising every year and you know kind of discuss it and kind of go from there so uh yeah um okay 
Um, mm-hmm. and, and I do know that a lot of people have um, a lot of emotional attachment to this um, album. Uh, even if you don't rank it as one of Bruce's best, which I do, I know that other people do. You know, they right. have, even if they don't rank it, they, they, it has a special place in their heart. Exactly. All right. Like, I, I wouldn't say it's, ex- it's my favorite album. You know, it, like I said earlier, it, I, I find that I bounce around. And, and you know, like I said, this whole new dynamic being a fan, just, oh, there's so many different branches yes. to being a Bruce fan now, nowadays. I mean, Spring Nuts has really um, changed everything for me as far as sharing. And I was always kind of, not private, I, you know, you could tell I'm, I'm a talker, I'm emotional. Yeah. But when it came to Bruce, I was very protective. Mm-hmm. And it was just because I needed it. I needed him just for me. I needed, you know, it was something very internalized. And then little by little through the years of just the commun- of just making connections with people, you know, early on E Street Radio, just friends. It was beyond like family and friends. And so, like I said, I find, I find that I, I turn to Bruce for different reasons in different ways. And the rising is that go-to. It's you know somebody had said a few weeks ago. I don't know if it, I think it was a post on Spring Nuts on on Facebook. It might have been Spring Nuts. So one of the nuts said something like, "Is there ever a time that you can't listen to Bruce?" It's yeah. like you know, like, and I I don't know if I could ever say that. It would be a time when I'm just totally. I, like I can't take anything in. I'm just that. I'm just in a place where I just need just complete solitude. It's, it's rare for me. It does happen, especially when I'm, I'm especially upset. But right. so there are times with the rising that I go, you know what? Not today. Not mm, no, not today. Except for Mary's place. Not today. Yeah. I'm not going there right now. Um, but I know I turn to it when I need it. So right. So you're saying. I don't. I don't know if I'd rank it as my favorite album, but it's my. It's important to me. It has. It's like like you said. It very emotionally charged to me, and that's why I chose it. Well, good. Yeah, and I, I'm so glad you did. We're gonna go through it. Um, okay. So okay. Now, um, <laughs> those of you who don't know, just catching up. Uh, if you're a big. Um, uh, genie fan and that's why you're listening to this what i've been doing is i've been uh having guests join me and we've taken we're going to end up going through every one of bruce's studio albums and on each individual album rank the songs on the album from worst to first um i also know that no matter what song you pick is uh the song you like least on the album it will be someone's favorite song. You know, they will have someone, you know, with uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the angel from Greetings. Someone has that sign up on a show waiting. Uh, right, but right. some song has to be number 16. So mm-hmm. we say that to begin with. Um, I'll go with you first. What's your number 16 on the list? Paradise. Okay. I just can't. Um, I respect it and I appreciate it, but it just makes me, I don't get anything, I just don't get anything out of it, but sad. It's yes. Just, yeah. it, the music is pretty, you know, it's got a very, 
it's just the last it's the last song I would choose to turn on on okay. the album. Um I am close to you. Um my number sixteen is Worlds Apart. Um oh. I just do not care for the music on that. Um oh. it doesn't speak to me. And so, mm-hmm. you know, Worlds Apart is if there are a couple songs that I skip when I listen to the CD, uh, Worlds Apart is one that I would um, almost always skip. Wow, okay. Okay. That is different. Yeah. It's been nice, yeah. What's your number <laughs> 15? My, uh, let's Be Friends. Okay. It's another one I just, hmm, it's cute. You know, it's got skin to skin, the whole thing. It's cute, and, you know, kind of, like Bruce says, like Bruce uh, Beach music. But it's just another one I could I could skip over. Okay. Um, I am a little bit, I, I like it a little bit more than you. And so <laughs> okay. I'll wait till we get there. But my right. 15 is Paradise. So we are pretty oh, close. Okay. Yeah, right. uh, for the very reasons you did. It is, and I picked Paradise over Worlds Apart. Because I do find the music more pleasing than the world's apart, mm-hmm. so that's why okay. it went a little bit above that. So, okay, um, number fourteen, waiting, waiting on a sunny day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm gonna have to ask you, is mm-hmm. that because of the little kids singing? No, I love that. Actually, that's the part that I love about it. Okay. I Be- just, uh. I like it. It's fun. It's like, you know, a good, car, a good song in the car, you know, yeah. chipper. And I just, to me, I just never connected it with Bruce. I mean, I know it's fun and I get it. And, you know, I just, it's just something to me like, go, wow, that's, that's right. The, he, he, really, that, that's him. That Bruce Mee Street Band waiting on a sunny day. Oh, okay. okay. It's just not, you know, it, it's sure. okay. It, it's fun. Yeah. Fun. But, you know, know. They would, what they would call it, bubblegum music back in the day, Jesse, like, you know, yes. it's like, 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 um, yeah, it's cute. Well, um, <laughs> when I saw him on the Devils and Dust tour um, mm-hmm. here in Dallas, he did Waiting on a Sunny Day, and he specifically said, you know, this is pop music. This is just a pop right. song. Um, so, right. yeah, fair enough. Okay. Uh-huh. My 14 is The Fuse. Um, okay. I, I tend to... Um, I like more of the songs that um, speak to me emotionally. And exactly. So that's, mm-hmm, the fuse mm-hmm. doesn't to me. Um, right. So um, I'm nothing against it, but it's just it's not a song that um, means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I rate. I I kind of went to the same approach when 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 we were, when I was thinking about doing this yeah. interview, and I said. You know, I do everything emotionally anyway, you could tell. Yes. But, um, the, the, right, the connections and, and, and the rating it. And it's funny, we have different perspectives. I'll get to that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'll get to that one. All right. What's, uh-huh. uh, what's unlucky number 13? Uh, nothing, man. Okay. Uh, I like the idea of the, um, the self-reflection and, you know, how it, it, it's just, um, I like the music, mm-hmm. but we're getting a little bit closer now to the songs that I would probably flip on, you know, that I would choose to, like, hit right. the track and, you know, play. Nothing Man is, like, kind of, um, it's one of those songs that I 
listen to because I feel like I need to, not because I necessarily want to. Okay. It's one of those thinking songs. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I originally had Nothing Man Lower, and uh, today as I was listening to uh, the songs, um, you know, I went, eh, no, I like it a little more than that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I kept, you know, shifting and shifting, like, no, I like that a little bit more. No, I like that a little more. So um, my 13 is Let's Be Friends. Um, so mm-hmm. not that much higher not than that you. Not that much different. Yeah, right. um, I agree with you. It is a very, um, it's a very pop song. It is, um, in, in in a lot of ways, I I think it doesn't belong on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. like if I was going to edit this, um, I might take it off. Um, because I think Waiting on a Sunny Day serves the purpose of kind of that and Mary's Place kind of giving the up late. Right. I don't know if you need right. that. Uh, but, you know, point. since we've got it, all right. Right. Number Ooh. 11. Further on up the road. Ah, okay. Now, if you give me the uh, Sega Sessions version, that I can listen to. That's just, to me, it's just. Gets you know gets my juices flowing a little bit on the rising album. I'm like, okay, it's all right. Um, I like you know one sunny morning will rise you know, mm-hmm. but but like I said, we're getting to the to the to the the, the uh, rate the rating here where I would probably if I'm in the right mood I flip it on I would yeah. press play and it's, uh, we're getting there. Yeah, when um. I don't remember who. Um, it's one of the podcasts I've already recorded, but I haven't released. And um, so I apologize to my other host. But he said at this point, I'm decimal points are separating, you know. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, nine, it's 9.37 compared to 9.1, right. you know. And so right. um, mm-hmm. I actually had further on up the road much lower um about where you've got it and um i listened to it again and i will be honest i probably thought of the secret session song too mm-hmm. and hearing him do it live and that probably brought it up a little bit more it is kind of a cheating maybe mm-hmm. so i i could see why um mm-hmm. 11 on me is counting on a miracle okay. um i i I don't, and I will tell you, this 11 through um, 8, I think I could have shifted fairly easy. I'm yeah, pretty too. solid. I I, I'm pretty mm-hmm. solid on my, I know my top five are, mm-hmm. you know, and once again, I might be able to switch those, but I knew what my top fives were. Um, right. You know, I'm, you know, Count on Miracle is a perfectly fine song. Uh, it just isn't one of my favorites on the album. Right. Okay. Right. All mm-hmm. right. Now we're into top ten. What's number okay. ten? Lonesome Day. Wow. Now I knew, I knew that would be a shocker. That uh-huh. is. What's What's the thought? Well, I love the song. I It sums up 
everything I was saying about facing things and 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 you know trying to kind. I love that it's got like a um, like it's like a fun upbeat song, but the message is kind of really serious. You know, he's yes, kind of firm is. in what he's saying. So I love that part. I think with Lonesome Day, I mean, it has really happy memories for me because it was the song he opened up with. You know, in the, some of the live shows during that that whole period. But I think I just kind of got tired of it. Okay. I love it. I just kind of, I could skip it over the other as far as my rankings because it's, I kind of like, I don't know, more. It kind of just got too played out a little bit for me. I could see believe that. Believe it or not, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Um, the um, Axis HD. You know, channel uh, just recently yep. played the Barcelona. Barcelona oh, that's my, that's know. my favorite. That yeah. is my all-time. If I could have a time machine yeah. and go and get on that airplane for that length of time, I would yeah. be in that concert. That yeah, and yeah. that showcases so much of the Rising album. It does. It is yeah. such a good thing. So, mm-hmm. um, so Lonesome Day is higher for me. Uh, okay. My number ten is you're missing. Um, oh. Just mm-hmm. because there had to be number ten, um, mm-hmm. there is so much sadness in your missing. Yeah. Uh, the whole, um, mm-hmm. you know, I looked and you're not there. Um, mm-hmm. So um, it it is purely because um, I like a couple other songs a little bit more. Um, right. At this point, I'm really. Um, because, you know, there are people, and and you might be one of them, that when he did uh, a lot of songs from Greetings or, you know, Wild and the Innocent, you know, mm-hmm. I would go crazy if he did The Rising from beginning to end. It, you know, it just would right. be one of my great things. So, right. um, and, you know, there is a beauty to the You Missing that um, mm-hmm. I, I gave it a lot of thought to put it higher, but then I started thinking, you know, no, I think these others just a little bit more. But, right. um, yeah, uh, it's it's just, you know, someone had to be 10. Mm-hmm. All right. Number nine. The Fuse. Okay. Now you got it much higher than me. Uh, what mm-hmm. about it? Did you what What speaks to you about it? I think it, I I happen to like I like the the sound of it. It's it's got like a like a power to it. You know, like mm-hmm. a little nudge. It's just, just I don't know. It just kind of mm, gives me a little like a little fight. Okay. Makes me, gets my gets my gets gets my gets my Bronx out a little bit. I don't know. There's something about it that just. I don't know, it kind of it tenses me to the point. I, I can't explain it. It's just it's energizing to me. It's weird. It's a little weird. Okay. To me. Like a little, so it's got a strange sound, but there's something about it that just catches me. Okay. Every time. Um, interesting. Uh, I did number <laughs> nine, the Nothing Man, and, and and the reason I did Nothing Man is the idea of I don't feel like a hero. You know, mm. the concept sure. of I, I'm yep. supposed to, everybody acts, 
you know, like nothing's changed, but I'm, mm-hmm. I have changed. I, and and this this inside, I just think he captured that really well. You know, Jesse, it's funny you said that because that was my first impression of that song. Yeah. When I first heard it, I, I was thinking about how, like, you know, some of my, at the time of 9-11, I was still teaching. I was a teacher back then. Yeah. And I had, like, five or six, there had to be at least five or six of the, of the dads of my students were firemen. And they were gone for, like, weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. And everybody was praising, oh, thank you so much for your service. I mean, we're all very grateful, and I'm not sure. taking anything away from that. But their first reaction, every single one of them, and including the, fam- the wives and the families, would say, please don't glorify me. Please don't, don't hero worship me. This is not about that. This is about doing what, what we need to be doing. Like they, it, and yeah. when I heard Nothing Man, I didn't realize that Bruce had written it before. Yeah. Before the Rising album, but I thought that was like the message he was trying to say. Like he calls it like uh, get, what did he say? Like an awkwardness. That in, yes. Like yeah. don't propose. Don't please don't don't make don't make me feel like I have to live up to anything. I'm just doing. I'm here, yeah. and I'm and I'm 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 not a hundred percent. I don't feel like a hero. Like you said, that was my first impression of that song. I thought it was beautiful for that message. But you see how things connect. Absolutely. That's why, like I said, I don't necessarily know if I want to hear it. I don't know if I want to hear nothing, man. I think about my students and their dads, and now some of them came back sick, and like, ooh, I don't want to remember that. But in a way, it's really important. That's what I meant earlier when I said about this album. There are things about you as I get as we get down to numbers, you'll you'll see what I mean. I, I, I totally it's not always get something that. I want to know. I don't know if I want to hear do I the fuse. That's kind of weird. I don't right. know if I like that. But then there's something about it. Mm, you know, take your vitamins. You need yeah. something. Yes. That kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, mm. number eight. Empty Sky. Okay. And we're getting now into the ones that really have an emotional to- emotional connection to me, which is what that's all that's all about, what music means to me, especially Bruce. Um, it's just putting the images that I saw and the things my husband described um, he was in the city that day, and my friends, I had a friend that was a, a detective, and she was working the Jav- Jacob Javits Center for, like, the, the weeks after, and she couldn't talk about it. And I had this curiosity, beside what, besides what I was seeing on television when we finally got TV back, um, I needed to have this, the music to those images. I needed it. I needed to place it there. I don't want to see it. I don't want to remember it, but the music made me able to do that, made me accept it. And that's what I think of Empty Sky. So I, I am – Empty Sky is my seven, so I'm going to go ahead and jump okay. so we can talk about this at the same time. My eight is mm-hmm. further on of the road, and I will, as I already mentioned – Probably because when I see it, I think of the Seeger sessions a little mm-hmm. bit more. But mm-hmm. I was, as I was making this list, I said, "How can I put Empty Sky number seven? Uh, you know, right. what? Because right. uh, you know, not easy. It is not. Mm-hmm. E- I woke up this morning and I could barely breathe. Mm-hmm. Just an empty impression in the bed there used to be. Um, yep. It just, it's so powerful and. You know, I had never, I had never visited New York before 9/11. Uh, 
So mm-hmm. I do not have that memory, but we went December um, of 2001. My wife's come. I told you she had started with a new company, and they flew us right. to December for the Christmas party. And mm-hmm. the people coming in, uh, the cab driver was, uh, or the town car, they had booked it. He says, yeah. He said, it's still weird that three mm-hmm. months later that we look and you can't see the Twin Towers. You it, knew always it was like a compass. You knew where you were based on where exactly. it was. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's like looking at somebody without front teeth. That's what it feels like when you drive over the bridge, you see the skyline. Yeah. It's like, it's it's just, it's bizarre. It really is. It's it's bizarre. It's that, uh, you know, like, I'm not... I, I I needed it, like you're saying. You just said empty impression, and it, it it Bruce because I find the music just so beautiful. Anyway, it's not just I'm, I'm a big fan, and he can do no wrong. It, right. it, it really is. The music is beautiful, and it it's like it gets to that place of acceptance where it just he made me, he healed me, he made yeah. me feel. What remember the story that old you know, Bruce, we need you. Somebody yes. saw him. He was. It, it, right, and he, and he gave us exact. I think he gave us what we needed um, in our own way, in whether, our own way. Yeah, whether that's true or not, I want it to be true. Right, exactly. Uh, it feels to true. be true, and mm-hmm. you know, and when you think <laughs> about it, that you know, I want a kiss from your lips. I want an eye for an eye. For an eye. That that anger exactly. that's on this, and in, in this wanting, yeah. and this feeling of hopelessness. Uh, yeah, we are mm-hmm. we are getting up to where, um, as my friend said, there are disappointments missing these. Right. Um, all right. So, what was your seven? You're missing. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just I, as I said Same already, thing. That, that reality. Yeah, that reality. It's that reality that comes to you. Yeah. You just have to. Like I said, it's how I approach my work as a therapist. You know, you got to get to the point where, um, you know, where they say your life becomes unmanageable. You have to admit it, that your life, it's the same thing. You have to face what's happening. There's a reality that you can't deny if you want to move forward and that you're missing. It's just, it's what Bruce says, the daily details of grief, of loss. Yes. It's the getting up and not having some... Uh, losing my father, it, it all came back to me. You know, no matter what, like, he, he kind of sort of prepared. He was 93. You know, um, nobody was prepared for 9-11. There, there's right. a blessing to having the time instead of a shock. I've had, we've had suffered my family some, some really out-of-the-blue tragedies. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be 9-11 or a massive or a tragedy or this, this, you know, uh, unusual event, the shock. Sometimes yeah. it's those little day-to-day losses that are the hardest to deal with. It's the being alone. It's the, it's the quiet. It's the the silence. It's the it's the emptiness. It's yeah. the little day-to-day things. And that that song, talk about connections. Um, he, it's so profoundly perfect, perfectly. The descriptions I, I find again. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want. To, I don't want to think about that. But I need to. And well, that's why it's getting there in a higher number. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, Skeeter Davis had the song The End of the World. You know, <laughs> why does the sun go on shining? Why does the sea rush to the shore? Don't they mm-hmm. know it's the end of the world because you don't love me anymore? <laughs> and um, I don't know about you, but um, after we lost, especially Linda's dad, uh, that's my wife, and then her mother, and then I've lost my grandparents and my father. Um, oh, you know, right. you look at the rest of the world, and everyone's going on as normal, and you go, how, how can they just be normal? You know, everything is everything, but you're missing. You're missing. And uh-huh. um, it is so powerful and this this feeling of you know you got to go to normalcy um i just um about a month ago i got a phone call i got a text early on a monday morning from a guy i used to work with and uh his name's chris and he said jesse call me as soon as you can and i went why why in the world does chris need me and so I got in the car, and I forgot about it, and he called me. And I go, hey, Chris, it's Jesse. Uh, sorry, I was just about to call you. And he said, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, Mark has died. Oh, and, boy. and I'm going, why is huh? I don't right. – who's this Mark? I, Ooh, did we right. work with Mark? And I realized he was talking about Mark that worked with me. Um, oh, his cubicle was right in front of me. And um, and there was one point where uh, one of my other support agents walked into the room where we're at, and she looked at the empty desk, and she had to turn around. Mm-hmm. And like 15 minutes later, she said, I just saw it, and it, I was expecting to see Mark. He wasn't there, and I had to go to the restroom and just cry. So and and Bruce captures that, and um, and now that we talk about this, how did I put this number ten? <laughs> See what happened? Yes, I, indeed. I, I know it's hard. It's not easy. I know. All right. You'll see if you get closer because that's what I was kind of. Oh hmm, uh, yeah. Decimal points, right? Decimal points. Uh, decimal points. All right. Number six. Ready? Worlds yes. apart. Okay. Wow. Worlds apart. You really I, like this one. I'm one of those, I love this song. I would have rated it higher, I just didn't know how to, with the other ones. I love it because my favorite line, one of my favorite Bruce lines, let's let love give what it gives. I just, I, the song to me, I, I just, I, I love it. I, I, it, it, it. It lifts me. I think it, another one is kind of like a little weird. I know he's got all those little, the, the different voices in there, the different music in there. I love that diversity. I think it's really interesting. But that line, I just love the sound of it. And it's funny because I was on Facebook today and I saw you post and I said, well, the part was the worst. That's my worst. That's my, definitely my worst. And it's like, mm, okay, like you said, you, it, what's, what, what one person, this is what's so beautiful about art and music, what one person hears and sees could be totally different from what somebody else does. And that's exactly how it should be. But this one, I just, this is one that I will always press play. That, I'll always go to the track. Um, you know, and that is that let's, let love give what it gives, what it gives. Is, a, is a brilliant lyric. 
Mm-hmm. Um, wow, I kind of feel bad that my number six is waiting on a sunny day. Um, but I, let me tell you why waiting on a sunny day. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I've always liked the upbeat song. And mm-hmm. then hearing him talk about it on um, when I did see him at Devils at Dusk, it was the second show I had ever seen. And it was the first show... Jeannie, I felt like I'd done my homework. Um, mm-hmm. When I went to see The Rising, I had listened to the album, but just casually. And then when Devils of Dust came out, man, I wore that CD out. I knew he was yeah. coming, and I was listening to every – I was like, if there's right. a song on this CD and he plays it, I'm going to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and – so I think that's part of it because he did Waiting on a Sunny Day solo. And I – so the first couple of times I heard it, I didn't have – and I don't mind that he lets the kids sing it. And I love that. I yeah, think it's and, adorable. Yeah, I, I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. And the other big memory I have on Waiting on a Sunny Day is um, – and this has no connection to Bruce Springsteen whatsoever, but the first <laughs> year – I went to uh, Atlanta over Labor Day for a big comic convention called Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. And um, it is an hour and a half wait to get your ticket. Um, yeah. It is just the line is so long. And so I had yeah. um, an MP3 player. Back then, you know, we mm-hmm. didn't have our phones, didn't have it. That's right. how long ago this was. And <laughs> Waiting on a Sunny Day came up just when we were, the line was starting to move. So I was bouncing up and down in tune to that yeah. song. Happy memory. Making, making a memory. And so, and I repeated it to go just this bump, 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 bump. So that's why waiting on a sunny day, I have that great, happy memory about it. And so, um, so that's why it's my number six. That's All it. Right. Happy memory associated yeah. with it, right? All right. Okay. Top five. All right, number five is Counting on a Miracle. Okay. I love the endurance and the determination about it. I just, I love it. And it got me, like, I always loved the song anyway. I just thought it was cute and fun and, like, uh, I don't know, just, like, again, it's, it's, get that fight, that fight going, you know, miracle. We're going to do this. Um, trying to think at the end of, I'm not, I'm blanking out on which video it is or something it was an HBO special or something. What is it when he they, he's doing it acoustic at the end? He's in a kitchen. It's just him and his guitar, and he's singing. It's at the end of the concert, and we're walking out to it. I was like, whoa. And I, I, I just I, I became even more attached to it. He sang it just slow, just his guitar, and it, the words just took like a whole different – Meaning to it, I'm, I could swear it was walking out of concert at Giant okay. Stadium or something on TV, but whatever. Okay. Um, I, I just love it. It's another one that makes me feel hopeful. I think it's cute. It's fun. Um, that would be like what I would consider like a good pop yes. Springsteen-ish type of song. Just enjoy it. And I do love how it's musically built. The... Um, 
you know, I'm counting on a miracle, baby, I'm counting on a miracle, darling, I'm counting on a miracle to come mm-hmm. through. Right. And then that full band, this ain't no storybooks story. Yep. There's no ending song. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's um, it's a good song. I can't mm-hmm. I can't blame you putting it in top five. Top five. Yeah, I, I was no. I was shuffling for around. Yeah. Yep, this was hard. The top five was hard. So harder. Yes. Right. Um, number five for me is Mary's Place, and I truly wanted to put it higher. Uh, yeah. I have only heard Mary's Place once. It was on that Rising tour. Um, mm-hmm. It is on my list of songs to hear again live. You know how we all mm-hmm. have our little lists we want to hear. Yeah. The Chaser. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was on uh, Be the Boss, it was one of the songs I picked. Mm-hmm. Everything about this song reminds me of family. And the yeah. idea... Um, my grandparents owned a dairy farm, and they grew a lot of their own crops. And um, we would sit on the front porch at night in the cool fall, and everyone would be around, and there would be wow. big wash tubs of green huh. beans or butter beans, and you'd be shelling peas and and you would, you know, wow. no matter how fast you were, you couldn't be as fast as grandma and grandpa. And, and you're sitting mm-hmm. there with the adults, and they're telling stories, and they're laughing. And um, when he says that line, front porch, um, yeah. and, and I just, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, waiting on a shout from the crowd, waiting on a shout mm-hmm. from the crowd, it is just um, – it really was hard for me to only put it number five because it is uh, one of my truly favorite songs. Uh-huh. I could definitely agree with that. All uh-huh. right. What's your number uh-huh. four? The Rising. Okay. I had trouble. I really wanted – I was well, – we're getting down to the wire now, but I, was, I had trouble placing The Rising because I wanted it to be higher. But when I talk about the other songs, it will come into – I guess I'll convince myself also. But to me, the rising, it's just um, the light, the, uh, the, the ascension, you know, the going up. It's how I, how I try to live my own life, you know, that, that again, the reality, this hang, you know, the bearing the burden, getting going up those stairs and everybody's coming down. But... You got to know where you, you got. You can't know where you're going unless you know where you've been. And the rising to me always gives me hope. In reality, it's that reality that I say, if it could be this bad, I got to believe that it, that it could get better. To me, it's it's an opening. It's 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 an an opening. You know, and there's a in in. Here, here where I live in, in Yorktown, in New York, we're, that's, I'm going to say about 40 miles uh, north of New York City. That halfway up, the way up, in, um, trying to, I think it's Valhalla, it's about, it's about 20 miles from my house. There's a rising structure, actually a sculpture. And it's, it, it, they, every year they go, they, 
they do on 9-11. They do, my, friends of mine that have lost family members go. And it's the most beautiful, it's like a spire. It's just, it just ascends up, it points up. It's almost like a rounded off triangle, but, you know, a rounded bottom. And it just, just ascends up into the sky. It's the most gorgeous thing. And the light comes up, and it's, it's, that's how I see the song. It's like you got to be down in that circle on the bottom. You feel trapped until you look up, and there's an opening. And that's how I picture that song. It always brings me where I need to be. That will always, I'll always hit the play button for the rising. Always. Uh, I actually need it. It's medicine. Yeah, I will save my comments till when it gets to me. But amen, mm-hmm. sister, everything you say, I totally agree. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll share a little bit more why I gave it a little bit higher, but well said. Okay. Um, right. My number four is City of Runes. Mm-hmm. Um, now, at this point, I'm... There, as you we talk decimals this right. is decimals um you know mm-hmm. uh when they do now with these hands Ugh. over and over again and mm-hmm. um prayer it is a prayer it is a prayer um it is just and when i always picture the uh telethon you know mm-hmm. them singing a prayer for our fallen brothers and sisters. And all yeah. of a sudden, there's a blood red circle on the mm-hmm. cold dark ground. And the rain is falling down. I just, chills. Yep. Chills. It is, it is, yeah, just. I remember watching that telethon. Well, I was going to say, I'll, I'll wait till my thing. But yeah, I yeah, totally, I totally agree. But we watched it as a family. Right. You know, we, it was the only thing on. And the whole country saw it. But. It just, it, 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 I was like amazed at how the composure, Bruce's composure. Yes. And how in the background it was, was it Ever Bradley, Patty, um, Clarence? It was just like a handful of um, the, the holding hands. Yeah. It was so simple in one way, but just, yeah, that song, well, let's talk about decimals, we'll get to it. Well, and... Oh. That was a toughie. And what a yeah. what a perfect first off an honor of Bruce starting that, and then what a perfect way, you know, almost um, you know, during a church service or something, you know, let's do an opening prayer, and that's what this really did come across. Mm-hmm. So something pretty mm-hmm. special. Mm-hmm. But it did not make the podium. It did not it, – it, mm-hmm. my city of rooms <laughs> is looking at the podium. It did not get gold, <laughs> silver, or bronze. It did get bronze. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, what's your third? Okay, so when we're talking decimals, let's, let's do fractions of – itty-bitty fractions yeah. of decimals. So my third is into the fire. Okay. And here we go again with me trying to um, – Rank the emotional connections I have to this to these songs to the, this album especially. So for me, Into the Fire to me is the most moving song on the album, just because it's it, it's it's the reality. It's it's the story. It's it's the reality of that entire um, tragedy murder 
uh, explosion, uh, whatever, that yeah. it's a necessary, to me, it's, I need to go there. I need to be in that song. I need to be there in that song to have all the other songs mean something to me. Does that make any sense? It totally does, and I am not someone who meditates. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... If there is such a thing as a Springsteen um, rosary. um, Really good way. That's a really good way to describe it. May -hmm. your strength give us strength. May your faith give us faith. May your hope give us hope. May your love give us love. And you almost could just, you know, the same way you do in Our Father or Hail Mary, and I do not mean that sacrilegious. If I've offended mm-hmm. someone, I apologize. But just, no, I totally get it. Right? right. It's may your strength give us strength. Um, Absolutely. It is, it is my number three as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, that's, yeah. one, that's the one we had the same. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Um, and and as I talked about, I, it was a tough because when I think about truly that chorus and that prayer exactly. is truly some of my – uh, favorite lyrics he's written that mm-hmm. it was really tough for me not to make it higher. Me too. I had it at one. Yeah. Like when we first talked about this, I said I had it at number one, and then I said I, I couldn't. I, I there were, you'll see when I talk about my yeah. last two, but um, but it, it I don't know, Jesse. Do you find like it 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 varies like. I, yes. I could flip. I could flip flop. Yes. With some of this, because then there are certain days. I mean, and this I think goes with anything that we do, as far as like art, music. Yeah. Like there are days you need other things more. You need some things more than others. And like I said, to yeah. me, the rising is like a necessary type of. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like you I know, said, take your vitamins. It's something I need. Yeah, right. I thought it's been a wonderful discussion on Twitter, of um, you know. What's what's your one song off Darkness? No, off uh, mm-hmm. Born to Run. You know, and they said, you know, so people are like, well, or Darkness. Yeah, it was like, and then the different songs, like, well, Badlands or this and everything, and mm-hmm. and I um I totally get that, and um I think That's in a different easy. day, it, Into the Fire could have been my number one. Um, mm-hmm. It is such a strong and and as we said a prayer Mm -hmm. you know i need you near but love and duty called you someplace higher somewhere up the stairs and you know Mm -hmm. that's you can take that literally that a first responder but it also could be when you lose your your father or Mm -hmm. your mother or Heaven help us, people who lose a spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just—it's—it's it's really, um, truly. Um, there are many prayers on this album, but this one is pretty special. I found it. Same, felt the same way about it. It's yeah. just, it is the song. It is the story. Yes. It's the Yet, message. We put mm-hmm. it number three. <laughs> we put it number three. Yes. Only because of the, uh, my 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 two and one. Okay. My my top two are so emotionally tied okay they're so emotional for me all right so that so my number my number two and this is decimal 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 my city ruins is number two okay 
and it it it's uh, that high up there because of the rising up, the inspiring, the the call for hope, the the telethon, the healing, um, and the healing it brings later. I I, I that's a song I go to all the time. I just it it means more to me, and it has more effect on me every time I hear it. Um, in so many different ways, right? Yeah, I um, I I right there with you. Uh, you know, it was my number four, um, but it very easily could have been higher. Um, mm-hmm. It is, it, it is so just so beautiful, and. Uh, did you see Zach Brand do with Mavis Staples at the um, when they honored Bruce when Bruce got the yes. was it oh, oh. person of the year? Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Just beautiful. I agree. Cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great cover. Um I did Lonesome Day as my number two. Um hmm. I think um you know, I, I I think partly because maybe because um, it's such a, you know, it's all right, it's all right, and, and such a well-crafted song, mm-hmm. um, and that how am I going to get through this lonesome day? And 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 my, my five, and we'll kind of talk about this afterwards, are all kind of one long, one long epic um tale of redemption and sadness and everything and so um i really could put these around in any way um yeah yeah and and it's just so beautiful and as you said he would often you know play that on the tour and, and you know, kind of start that, and what a mm-hmm. great way to start! It tells you we're at church, and we're here to celebrate, and you know, and so just exactly. so beautiful. And the message is, and, and it's, it's like this is what we say about face and reality. This is how you get yeah. to me. It's how you move forward. You got to yes. look at what you got to, you know, see what's happening. And to yeah. me, it was because it's it's, the, it's a great the song itself is fun. I mean, that's why you open concerts. We're all right. it's got you. Get, get everybody on their feet. Yeah. Meanwhile, the message itself is like, whoa, lonesome day. You know, yeah. he finds a way to make it. That's what the hope, I believe, where the hope comes from. Find a way to deal, finding a way to deal with it. And, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be so painful. You know, we'll do this together. That kind of thing. So yeah. Let I King- just didn't. Right. Yeah. Let kingdom come. I'm going to find my way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Through this lonesome day. Exactly. Um, you know, Love hope once again, and I do think this album is about hope, and mm-hmm. and prayers and redemption. So yeah, yeah. awesome. All right, mm-hmm. number one. So here we go. Drum roll. My number. Yeah. My number one by decibel points, and you talk about hope. Mary's place. Yeah. And I'll tell you, the, the, I have such a strong, strong, strong emotional attachment. To Mary's place. I, I mentioned this when I did. I was a be. I did a be the boss way back in like 2009, and I, I I mentioned this, and I think we talked about the story before, Jesse. I might have mentioned it to you. After 9/11, um, me and my girlfriend Liz had we had our first concert at Madison Square Garden. After after the Rising came out, it was the first trip 
I made into the city, aside from, you know, a real trip to the city since everything happened. I was petrified. I'm not, not really a fraidy cat. This, you know, not when it came, you know, I was born in the Bronx, born and raised. I'm not necessarily, like, very skittish. I was really scared. And I didn't let on. It was me and my girlfriend, Liz. We were by ourselves. We did the whole thing. We, you know, we got down there. We parked our car. I couldn't get past feeling really panicky. And just being in the arena, I just picturing something terrible happening. And I was distracted, trying to play it off like nothing was bothering me. So I don't know where, I don't know what, I should look it up one day, what, what actual number song it was at the show, but when he started to play it, I, I I said it might be the boss. It's like the whole arena let out like an exhale. I don't know how else to explain it. It was like I finally, after all that time, realized it was it was okay. This feels normal. I feel I feel relaxed. It I, I can, I'm at peace with it and I don't know how else to explain it and ever since that concert that song has been part of me it's with me it makes me feel good it brings me it's like you said meditation it just puts me it's like snapping like hypnosis snap your fingers and I'm in G all of a sudden Jeannie's in a good mood it just I have a, just strong strong ties to it emotionally and that's why it's my number one I just love it I think it's 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 Cheerful, like you said, you pictured your family on the front porch, you know, the whole thing. And it, 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 it's just a sense of friendship and community. And that's what I felt that night at the garden. It just, it was just really, really, really strong. And that's why it's my number one. Oh, well said, well said. Um, as I told you, when I did mine, I can't believe she, you know, it only got to five. Um <laughs> You know, it is truly a, a wonderful song, and and I am so glad you picked it number one, um, because mm. it it is. I'm glad it's getting the love it deserves. Um, so well done. Um, the mm. only song left for me is the rising. The rising, yeah. And partly because um, the rising is the only song that I have seen. Every time I've seen Bruce, I have seen him for 16 shows, and he has played The Rising at every show. Every time. Did you remember in The Devils and Dutton? Yep. That was so amazing when he did that with, yes. the, with the lighting. Oh. Right. And, Beautiful. Um, it is, I think that is partly because of, you know, seeing him at, for the first time was mm-hmm. at right. uh, that, but also... Um, and I think you might have been the one, you know, what does that say about you? There's a message there somewhere about mm. that. Um, and um, I just love the power. I see you, Mary, in the garden, in the garden of a thousand sighs. There's holy pictures of our children dancing in a sky filled with light. The light. That yeah, light. Mm-hmm. It is, um, you know, a dream of life. And so um, if I look at the rising lonesome day into the fire, my city of ruins and Mary Place, 
Um, that's as five a perfect songs as I can imagine. Yeah, and you know, I was just—I just had a memory. My daughter, I remember telling me um, her high school. She was in middle school at, at nine, around nine eleven. They played the Rising every day in her high school for the first year after nine eleven, mm-hmm. and they played the Rising on on September on the anniversary, the whatever how many while she was there, they wow. played the Rising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's awesome. That is wasn't so it? Awesome. I, I was so impressed. Yeah, I that was, that so is impressed. that is so beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're uh, oh, wow. Um, yeah, isn't that something? I just I just is. thought of it now. That is that is great. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a pretty smart school. That that's I good stuff. Good, good for the principal, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, mm-hmm. So I think you. It is. It is the album we needed, and I believe exactly. it's an album that goes back to at times you need it. Yeah, and, um, exactly. It is. Um, I, I, I'm. This was such greatness. Any final thoughts before we uh, move on? No, I said I hope. You know, I, I, there are so many other things that we could talk about with Bruce. I mean, there are so many topics and there there's i was i was worried that when when i went into this my rising mode Mm -hmm. that it would be either depressing or um not negative but i wanted i wanted to i was trying to get across the sense of hope that it gives me and not not so much not so much feeling like, well, the songs, you know, like Nothing Man or You're Missing or Empty Sky, that there's, that that the loss, the losses and the grief that those songs describe and where it brings us, you know, I was thinking about the death of my dad. It's like, you have to be there. You have to be in that, in that sadness and that loss before, in order to really appreciate What's lo- what's alive? What life is? You need, like Bruce said, you, the, the death and the, and the losses open up possibilities to keep living, and that's what I was hoping to get come across. That that's my emotional connection to this album, and then losing my father it brought me right back into that. You know, does it make any sense? It, like, in other words, it, you needed it. Like you said, it's an album we needed. You know. Um... Mm-hmm. As when Bruce talked about on the storytellers, you know, he mm-hmm. says, "Was I thinking of that when I wrote it?" Right. But right. I was feeling so, it. Feeling um, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I. I also. This is an album. I do not feel as if this is an album that. Excuse my southern, but you're not wallowing mm-hmm. in self pity. You know, this isn't That's where true. you, um, she done me wrong songs or something where, you know, my heart was broken and so I'm going to get my bottle of cheap booze and listen to right. a lot of, you know, <laughs> she done me wrong yeah. songs, Frank Sinatra. Exactly or, yeah. This is a, there is a, a it is a reflection album more mm-hmm. than a mourning album. It's exactly. remembering 
and then uh, honoring those we've lost and then moving forward, knowing that ultimately, you know, the life we live is the ultimate tribute we give to those we've lost, those we know and those we don't know is by, you know, enjoying life and doing things. Um, you know, exactly. I, I understood the um, the people who don't watch This Is Us, spoiler alert, no. that were going, oh, oh I, ha, they could have done some research. He wasn't in Pittsburgh at that time. No. And, and right. I went, no, 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 you have to understand they're telling a story. And exactly. the idea was that, you know, wouldn't it have been nice if – and the idea that the day of something this horrible, you're, you celebrate right. your father's life by going to a show. Exactly. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I just um, – mm -hmm. I, I was so looking forward to catching up with you and yeah, talking Jesse, I'm about glad. this album. I was, I was too. Thank you for doing this too. It's such a great outlet for us fans to be able to have these conversations and – explore things together. I really appreciate it. All right. So if someone wants to reach you and to tell you that, um, you know, that um, <laughs> waiting on a sunny day should have made your top five, uh, how can they reach you? <laughs> oh, they could always find me on Sprubbles. If they're spring nut, they know where to find me. Um, JeannieFino at gmail.com. Okay. Very nice. And uh, All right. Good. And if you want to be on the show and share your Springsteen story, you can reach me at Set Lusting Bruce on Twitter. Set Lusting Bruce is on the Facebook page. I am not quite as acti active on Spring Nuts, but I try to be. Uh, we have a good time there. Uh, you can send me an email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. Um, and go to iTunes to rate or review the podcast. It is how new listeners find us. Um, Jeannie, this was a, a blast. Thank you. I, um, Thank you. This was very emotionally satisfying. I, 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 I'm, I can't wait for people to hear it. Um, I hope so. I hope they enjoy it. I, I, I really do. I hope give. I, I hope I gave hope. You did, and I'm going to end with familiar faces around me. Laughter fills the air. Your loving grace surrounds me. Everybody's here. Furniture's out on the front porch. Music up loud. I dream of you in my arms, and I lose myself in the crowd. Let it rain, let it rain, let it rain. Meet me at Mary's place. We're going to have a party. And anytime, you know, once again, not to be sacrilegious, but uh, when two or three are gathered in his name, Bruce's magic is there. <laughs> Very true. Thank you, Jeannie. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Listeners, Bye, thank Jesse. you. All right. Thank you, Jesse. Now with these hands, with these hands, with these hands, with these hands, I pray, Lord, with these hands, with these hands, I pray for the strength, Lord, with these hands, I pray for the faith, Lord. Lord. With these hands, with these hands.
Come on, rise up. Come on, rise up. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points. 